Welcome, everybody, for another episode of West Vancouver Magazine, our podcast is feature. We have had some exciting guests, and but I think today I am the most excited about this episode. Why? I have two champions on the line with us today. I have Ryan the Lion Diaz, combat MMA specialist, also on the line, Stuart Cooper, black belt BJJ champion. What does all that mean? Well, we're going to tell you all that and more but if you are in to mixed martial arts and the sport of combat this is the episode for you today welcome ryan welcome Stuart. thank you for having us captain there we go ryan we're going to let you introduce yourself first because frankly your resume is long enough to take up the whole show which is pretty impressive sir tell us how did ryan the lion come to be you know what? Honestly, uh, I always like to tell everyone. I, I obviously I'm a local Vancouverite, but even I, I, even what I like to start. I don't really talk about this too often. Is how I got into martial arts. Like I, I, this could be a whole episode in itself, but like I, not a lot of people know this one. Not a lot of people know this, but I was like an overweight kid, and I got picked on, and I got into street fights. Like I was street fighting at the age of 12 already, and then one day I just started taking martial arts, and I said, you know what? I like this. I'm pretty good at it. You know what? I'm going to take this serious. And then I started taking it seriously and I started fighting like in the ring at around 13 years old and I, I never looked back. And then wow. I just fell in love with the sport and I felt not, not just the sport, the discipline, the hard work and, and, and all the aspects of martial arts. It's not about fighting. It's about martial arts. And then the rest is history. Kept you're right. That And that's a very important point because we have the UFC this day, which is so hyped up. And that is, you know, the organization that features martial arts, MMA, mixed martial arts. Now, Stuart, you can talk especially to the sport aspect of the MMA world. You are a black belt in BJJ. Do tell us a little bit more about the jiu-jitsu side of the sport. Um, so jiu-jitsu is... There's many different forms of martial arts. There's Muay Thai, boxing, but they're just the striking arts. So what Jiu-Jitsu is, uh, is when um, you grab a hold of your opponent yeah, and basically you go to the ground. So once, once two people touch the ground, that's when Jiu-Jitsu comes in. So it's all about lock holes, you know, submissions, arm bars, knee bars. And it's like anyone can do it. It's, it's mostly about technique. You know, and the, the smaller man being able to overcome a much larger opponent. Now, technique is exactly what you are both teaching now at the brand new launch of Diaz Combat Sports. This is so exciting. Ryan, I saw you on Facebook the other day with the launch and your video, and you've invested just about your whole life into the pursuit of this goal where you are now. Tell us about your brand new gym. Oh, I mean, this is, I've been like saying lately, this is like a dream come true. This place is what dreams are made of. Like, if you ever look at a martial arts school, this is what you would want it to be like. And it's not about the facility only. It's about the vibe. It's about the people. It, it, it's about, it, it's about people coming together and making, like, my whole mission is to have a fun, positive place with warm people positive people encouraging people and, and to me that's more important because like we talked about earlier it's not about the fighting aspect of it 
it's about bettering each other and becoming a family. So when it comes to the, the facility, to me, that's more important. Now, having a nice place, okay, yes, that helps a lot. Like, we, this is, you know, <laughs> it's funny because I keep telling them when I go, we haven't changed. We are still the same people we've always been. We're fun, you know, we're happy. Like, that's the most important thing because one of my, one of our, 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 our goals is if you're not having fun, why do it? So here, you always got to be having fun or else why even bother right. doing this? So now when it comes to the facility, yeah, like this is a dream. We have everything you can imagine, like the top of the line mat. We have a ring. We have top of the line boxing bags. Uh, we have all the equipment, like you got the, the weight equipment, the kettlebells, the, the sled, the salt bikes, what you name it. And even we're going to have our juice bar soon and it's just a beautiful place. Wow. It kind of sounds like the Disneyland for, uh, for training in some ways. That sounds just incredible. And I've seen the video. It looks amazing. So for any of our listeners that are online here, please do click on the links below. We will give you all of that information and go and check it out visually as well. It is, it is truly an amazing place, but you mentioned an amazing, you mentioned something so significant, Ryan, and that is that behind all the glitz and behind the studio and behind even the sport itself is people. You are both champions in your disciplines. You have both traveled the world. You have seen more in your young lives than most people see in an entire lifetime. I'd like to know, Stuart, tell us, how did you and Ryan meet? So we first met uh, in Thailand, Phuket, Thailand. Um, I think it was 2013 um, at the world-famous Tiger Muay Thai. So I moved to Thailand when I was in 2012. Um, originally to take up Muay Thai boxing, but I ended up becoming a jiu-jitsu coach there. And Ryan actually came out to have his very last MMA fight and one championship. And that's where we met. We trained together a few times. And then um, we just, you know, became friends. We stayed in contact over the years through social media. And over the years, you know, I watched Ryan uh, build up uh, Diaz Combat Sports um, into, you know, biggest MMA gym in Vancouver. So he came back out to Thailand in, I think, 2017, and he basically just planted the seed and said, would you be interested in coming out to Vancouver and starting up your own jiu-jitsu program? So he flew me out for a month to see if I liked the lifestyle here in Vancouver. So it was a really fun month. I really enjoyed myself. And, and then, yeah, then I made the transition. So here I am. There we go. And Stuart, of course, is one of many instructors at your studio, Ryan. He has been there now for a year with you and here for the opening of the studio. But Ryan, you've built up a business, and as you emphasize, a business consisting of people. Tell us a little bit more about the other instructors you have at your facility. Uh, so Stuart is head, our, our head and jiu-jitsu instructor. And before I even go on to the other instructors, I have to say like this place would not be possible without Stuart. Like I remember even when we started, we started looking into this building, I even said it to Stuart. I don't know if you remember this. I go, Stuart, because I told Stuart, I'm like, hey, we're trying to get this new place. And this one, Stuart hasn't decided yet to come. I said, Stuart, I can't do this without you. <laughs> I said to him, I said, I can't do this without you. We need a jujitsu program. And, and the thing like is true. Because you don't, like, it's unbelievable. Me and Stuart, I don't know what happens, but we don't even realize, we say it every day to each other. I'm like, Stuart, your jiu-jitsu program is going insane. Like, the other day, it's just every day there's more and more people. 
So it, see, the thing about Stewart is, is that it's not just about his technique. And this is another reason why I really wanted him to come is because he's such a good person. Like he's just a down to earth person. He's not, he's got no, he's got no ego, no nothing. Like he's just like everyone here, like all the instructors, you know, there's no ego. So I knew that Stuart fit perfect. So, you know, before I even talk about the other instructors, like Stuart, like I, he needs to know, like, and, and I think he forgot. I told him that, that we could not do this gym without him. Like without having him, there was no problem. Like I, I can't, we can't run a gym with one program. We can't run a gym with a kickboxing program or just the boxing. We needed the kickboxing, the boxing, the jujitsu. So he was the he helped us get to this place. Sounds like a perfect match. <laughs> now, as for my other instructors, oh, like all the like the whole staff here is amazing. Like I, I tell my staff all the time here, like they're the best staff I could have ever wished for and never could have had. Like I have like eight, the first well, the first person I moved here was actually one of our other friends. It's funny because. We, we trip out like all the time because there was all of us at Tiger in 2010 to 2013. We were all together just hanging out. Like Adrian was the first. So Adrian Sheed is our, uh, our Muay Thai specialist. He trains Kach Punum Brung, who is the featherweight glory world kickboxing champion and considered pound for pound the best kickboxer in the world. He, I got, he was the first one to move. Uh, he came here and, he, he, you know, he has now be established himself as one of the top trainers in North America, the top Muay Thai trainers in North America. Then uh, I have Manny Tobral. Like, actually, Manny was already here. So I'm pretty sure, Catherine, you know Manny. Everyone knows Manny in Vancouver. Manny Tobral is the I know Manny. He's an amazing, amazing boxing trainer. He brings the young fighters up to us every time we do our gala up here at yes. Hollyburn for the Athletic for Kids function a great person so like manny sobel like manny's the best boxer to come out of vancouver he fought in the olympics he's won two world titles and, and then after him i've brought in another two more thai trainers from thailand who are unfortunately are stuck in thailand due to the covid situation but once the covid situation is done they right. will be here and, and teaching at the compound and that is uh boom watanaya he his story is another you could do a whole episode on his story he grew up in Thailand, married a, a, a local Vancouverite, they, uh, then became a Canadian citizen, then moved back to Thailand, and they opened up an orphanage in Isan, which is the, the poorest part of Thailand, and they take kids off the street. They got about 20, wow. 25 kids, and they run this orphanage. He comes to Vancouver to work, to, to raise money to help support these children. Then you have Lam Songkran. Lam Songkran, they call him the Elbow King. He is, he, I always tell everyone, he trained George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre is pound for pound the best MMA fighter in the wow. world. And I tell everyone this, I go, if he's good enough to train George St. Pierre, I'm pretty sure he's good enough to train you. Uh, <laughs> and, and then obviously, like, nothing yeah, but the so best. It's all the best. And then obviously all my trainers that I have here, all my wow. assistants and all, all the other instructors, like I, I could go a whole nother episode with that, like all the guys. Well, my one guy, Ronnie, my one guy, Ronnie's been with me since I, I've known him since I was 13 and 20 because he's technically my first coach because when, we, when I was thir 12 or 12, he was 14 and I got into a street fight and he was like, it was, it, it's a funny story. Like we, it was like, a, it was like out of a movie. There was a big circle of people. I was fight, I was 12 and I was fighting a 17 year old. And, and then Ronnie was there in the corner, like yelling at me. And then, so technically he was like my first coach. He's like the rock of this gym. He's been here since day one. 
Like he's the one person who's been here since day one. Like he's been here and then the, like, no, I can go on forever. Then there's Jonathan, Dario, and then Praise. And then like, there's just so many people. Then the assistants, there's Jay Morvin, Sydney, and all the new people. Like it, it just goes on and on and on. So uh, like, well, that's amazing, yeah. Ryan. Amazing. We will have you back. In fact, we were going to do, we'll do this. We'll do this many more times because I guarantee you people want to hear about this um, sport. It is just blowing up everywhere. And as I said, if I was to say one thing, you know, I'm always so surprised when you see combat champions, boxers, you're all supposed to be big, tough and burly and scary. And I've, it's been my experience that not only are you gentle giants, you're actually thoughtful, um, educated, you're, you're worldly, you've seen things, you've done things. You kind of bring a humanitarian um, chapter to sport that up till now, you know, like you grow up Canadian, you see hockey players, you just think, oh, you know, big kind of dumb sports guy. It's anything but. You folks have a spirituality to this. You have you have women's boxing. You have women's jujitsu as well. You have this for um, kids of eight years old. And I, I'm probably going to say you'd probably take an 80-year-old if he wanted to come and train there, Ryan. You, you emphasize people. You emphasize participation, strengthening conditioning. Um, Stuart, how much, how healthy is it to be involved in combat sports, in MMA? Tell us the advantages to your health. Well, it's not only your physical health, obviously people come here to lose weight, but more than anything, I think the most important thing you get out of this is, is you know, it helps with your mental health. You know, so people that are like, maybe have depression, anxiety, uh, whatever it is, you know, martial arts is a good, good way to um, yeah, build confidence, you know. Um, it's it's amazing, like, the difference just in myself. When I first started martial arts when I was 22, I was the shyest person. You know, I was not really good with people. I was a little bit antisocial, and jiu-jitsu helped, like, bring, bring my personality out and just develop more self-esteem and self-confidence. So I've, I've seen what it's done for myself and other people. So it's, um, it's something I think everyone... Should be involved with. It has a real mind-body connection. I, I find more than I think all true athletes do find that mind-body connection. But Ryan, your emphasis on how, as a young man as well, you found yourself, as I said, street fighting, and now you've found the discipline and the spirituality and the conditioning. Um, that goes along with being a champion fighter, being a pro athlete. Tell us, you, of course, um, during COVID, I, I dare say, there's more people suffering from a mental disability right now than there is from suffering from COVID. We're going a little bit stir crazy here. We need facilities like your gyms to stay open and be active, especially right now. Do you agree? You know what the funny thing is, is that during the COVID time, like one thing I noticed that people missed the most was just the social interaction. So really what this yeah. is, is more, especially now with so many things shut down and how events are shut down and you can't really do too much. This to me is not, it's not even just the physical. The first off, like Stuart was saying, the mental part first, you know, like you need social interaction. Like when you, I don't know how, how you were, when you, when you, when it, when you, when it was locked down, but there was a lot of people that had no interaction with anyone and they started kind of half losing their mind. Yeah. There was that, uh, 
So that's the first aspect that, yes, we need to interact with people. And then the second part, yes, like in this time when there is no cure and there's no vaccine yet, what is the one thing that we can do? We can be strong. We can be healthy. And so why not go to the gym and work out and make your body stronger and be healthy? And that way, if it does happen, at least you have some sort of defense opposed to nothing. Exactly. As I said, we're getting health advice from everybody, but the soundest advice is to keep your mind healthy and your body healthy while we go through this terrible, terrible, terrible pandemic. Now, Ryan, um, Stuart, tell us a couple of things. Obviously, the gym is safe. You are keeping certain bubbles, I imagine, maybe even some cohorts. You're obeying the health rules right now, and you are able to operate as safely. Uh, Ryan, you're, everything's going well under these conditions. You're still able to have your new gym. So congratulations on that part. Has there been a hard part for you there? Um, you're doing your best to keep everything in this line. Is not, it's not an easy thing. Yeah, following, like, I tell everyone, like, even when we were in phase two, we needed to know what happened. Like, how, what, what, where was gyms? Because if you ever, like, we were on the websites, we were checking everything, and they never talked about gyms. They talked about recreational sports and this and that. So we were the one people that called, you know, like other people tried, but we called the city of Vancouver, the Vancouver Coastal Health, and also the WorkSafe BC. City of Vancouver pushed us over to WorkSafe BC. WorkSafe BC said, hey, you know, uh, because WorkSafe BC only applies to uh, employees, they told us to go to the Vancouver Coastal Health. So we go to the Vancouver Coastal Health, we call them, and they tell us, hey, you know what, you know, we're working on this, we're going to have a meeting. Why don't you come up with some guidelines and let us know what you have? So we worked hard, me and my guys worked on these guidelines, and then they put this together, then they called back to Vancouver Coastal Health, and, and then one of the representatives said, hey, we'll take this into our meeting and we'll let you know. So they went into a meeting, and, and, and this was right before they were uh, going into phase uh, a, a phase three about, and then they call us back and they're like, hey, because of you guys, gyms got brought up at, on our meeting, and we were happy with your guidelines, and we were going to set guidelines for gyms. So they, the representative even told us that because Wonderful. of us, gyms got brought up in the meeting. So like even those guidelines, well, we've been following as much as we possibly can, and, and it's hard. Like, for example, if people think it's easy. It is. Like, we have to kick people out. Like, it how, being like that, I, I always make fun of it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hey, everyone, I have to be dad because someone has to be dad right now. So I'm your dad. Everyone get out. And then, like, once they get out, we have to clean the floor. We have to clean the floors. It's a pain in the butt. Like, especially in our yeah. facility, it's so big now. We clean the floor. <laughs> okay, now everyone come back in again now. You know, all the new people. So it's been a, it's been a, it's hard. And then we were doing temperature. It is hard. And <laughs> like we're doing temperature checks. No, it's, it's very hard. We're doing temperature checks yeah. at the front desk all the time. You know, we're, 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 it's hard to remind people, hey, everyone, the social distance. You know, hey, everyone, let's wash our hands. Yeah. Like we have hand sanitizing stations everywhere. We have signs everywhere. We there have limited, go. like there's limited amount of people allowed in the facility. There's limited amount number of classes. There's limited amount of people allowed in the like in the bathrooms together. There is no showers right now. Like there's so many things that we have to follow. We in the facility. One of the new features is the recycled air vacuum. 
He is right. We spent <laughs> we spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on an HVAC system, and you can feel the difference. Like you can feel the difference of the it's, it's the cycling air. It so it brings in fresh new air and and pushes all the old air out, and you can feel it. You can breathe fresh air. So that that in a sense does help, because like imagine being in a stuffed room. Because like, did you hear wow. the story about the spin the spin gym or the spin cycle place in um. In, in Toronto, I've heard so many stories. I can't keep them straight anymore. But uh, yeah, if you don't do it right, you get shut down. I'll well, they had they much, just right? had a fifty six <laughs> people in one studio got COVID in Toronto at a spin place. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Well, if you're not vigilant, if you're not vigilant, and I mean, you've invested, um, Ryan, um, Stuart. I we only have a few more seconds here to wrap up, but I'll tell you this much. I'm very impressed that the two of you, not only, as I said, are champions dedicated to your sport. Um, an additional note here for those of you that don't know, Stuart Cooper also does the films, the MMA filming, um, an amazing film channel there. We'll include that in the links below as well. And I hope you will both come back and talk to us again because there's so much more to speak about here today. But I'm going to ask you for a fun little question to wrap up each here. You've traveled the world. You've seen and done it all. Um, what is the best thing that you like about Vancouver? Stuart, we'll let you go first. The best thing about Vancouver, um, it has to be, well, Vancouver in the summer in general is just amazing. It's got to be one of the best, most beautiful places in the summer. I just love the, uh, you've got the city, but you've got the beach right there. You've got the mountains. You can, you can go to the beach and go skiing in the same day if you want it. There's beautiful hikes. There's so many activities you could do. It's a really cool place. Stuart, when you were mentioning Stuart about a filmmaker, let's not forget Stuart is a very modest guy, and he won't say this, but I will. Um, sorry, he's a very humble guy. Uh, he is the number one jujitsu <laughs> filmmaker in the world. Uh, I just had to throw that in. There you go. Now, Ryan, you grew up here a little more, but you've traveled extensively too. Is Vancouver still one of the best places on earth? Yes. When it comes to Vancouver, Vancouver is home. But to me, I've always traveled the world. I live in different places. Vancouver's home. And what really makes Vancouver number one to me is the people. The people here in Vancouver are so nice. Like, you go anywhere else, they're not as nice as the people in Vancouver. Well, there you go. A glowing recommendation, as I said. Ryan the Lion Diaz, Diaz Combat Sports and Black Belt BJJ instructor, a champion, and filmmaker Stuart Cooper. Gentlemen, will you come back and talk to us again? Oh, for sure. 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 <laughs> we hope so. We hope so. We're going to do lots more of this. And for those of you out there listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you will come back, see us again soon. And until that time, stay in touch and save me a smile.